There is a controversy in our nation spreading around the world today called the Outer Darkness Controversy, Matthew 25. Verse 30, and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Is the unprofitable servant a believer or an unbeliever? So let's summarize a bit. In Matthew 8, what is the distinction between believer and unbeliever? In Matthew 24, verse 50, the master of that servant will come in a day when he is not looking for him at an hour he is not aware of and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. The parallel passage, Luke 12, 46, says unbelievers, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. What is the distinction? Believer and unbeliever. Now turn with me to chapter 21. Beginning verse 33, here another parable. There was a certain landowner who planted a vineyard. Sound familiar? He set a hedge around it and he dug a wine press in it. Any Jew worth his salt, the minute Jesus started teaching this, should have said Isaiah 5. Of course, they didn't have the chapter divisions, but they should have known it. He dug a wine press and built a tower and he leased it to vine dressers. And he went to a far country. Jesus often uses the uh, same framework but changes something within the parable. And so he changes here, and he has the vine dressers taking care of the vineyard. He went into a far country. When vintage time came, he sent his servants to the vine dressers that they might receive its fruit. The vine dressers took his servants. They beat one, killed one, stoned another. He sent other servants, more than the first. They did likewise to them. Who are the servants here? The prophets. He's talking to Israel. And he sent the prophets to them. Last of all, verse 37, he sent his son. And they said among themselves, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. And they caught him. They cast him out of the vineyard and they killed him. Is that what they did to Jesus? Very easy for us to understand who he's talking about here. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do with those vine dresses? He let them interpret his parable. And guess what? They got it right. They said to him, he will destroy those wicked men miserably and lease his vineyard to other vine dressers who will render to him the fruits in their season. Jesus said to them, did you never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And therefore, he comes to the conclusion, verse 43. Therefore, I say to you, the kingdom of heaven will be taken from you and given to a nation bearing the fruits of it. Who is that nation? The church. A people who are no people. You will remember that Moses in Deuteronomy 32 told Israel this was going to happen. He said, you are a wicked and a stiff-necked people and you are going to continue to rebel until God is going to scatter you among all the nations of the earth and he will call those who are no nation to provoke you to jealousy. Very, very consistent. Deuteronomy 32. Verse 44, whoever falls on this stone will be broken. Whoever on whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. What is the difference between being broken and being ground to powder? 
Using a six-year-old's intelligence, I would say that the guy that is broken is the person who is humbled over the person of Christ and the work of Christ, and the guy that's ground to powder is an unbeliever, and he is going to be utterly judged. Would you agree? Now get this, verse 45. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he was speaking of them. It's not too hard to figure out who he's talking to, is it? I mean, a six-year-old could figure this out. Is the contrast in this parable between faithful believers and unfaithful believers? Was the contrast in Matthew 8 between faithful and unfaithful believers? No. It was between believing and unbelieving. Here, the theme of the parable is between believing and unbelieving. Yes, the element of faithfulness is here, is, is there. Yes, the element of fruitfulness is there, but that is not the point that he's driving. 